Hey everybody, uh, with Wadapalooza behind us this past weekend, it looks like the off-season uh, is almost officially over. We're about 30 days out from the start of the 2023 season and the CrossFit Open, so uh, it's good to take a look back at the off-season events and some trends that we saw through these events. You know, from an athlete perspective, there could be lots of reasons why they're going to do an off-season event. You know, it's a great way to earn some extra money uh, through the season. Uh, get some more reps under your belt. You know, there's always training in your gym can only get you so far. Just being on the competition floor and seeing what's thrown at you and how you react to it is a learning experience that lots of people need to do. Uh, in some cases, like Wadapalooza, it's fun to to get out there and hang out with everybody. But in terms of, you know, that second point there, getting in the reps, I think there's a, an interesting trend that gives European semifinal athletes uh, a pretty big competitive advantage over the rest of the field. So in the 15 off-season events that we have loaded up here, uh, the European athletes definitely have um, a foot up in the rest of the field, again, into getting in those reps. So uh, within the competitions that we've loaded, um, about 54% of semifinal athletes out of Europe have competed a uh, off-season event or off-season competition. Compare that to 43% in Oceania and 36% um, for North American athletes. Uh, so it is interesting to see that they definitely do have a lot more competitions under their belt. And again, earning a bit more experience um, and able to translate that. Uh, there are Probably a few reasons associated to this. Um, you know, some of it is just due to proximity and cost of travel. Um, so it's a lot easier to jump around between European countries than it is, um, you know, within North America. Uh, some of it is just going to be um, access to events, you know, from the Oceania group. They're pretty limited. They had the Down Under CrossFit Championship, uh, which did give a good majority of the field the opportunity to compete there. Um, and I guess in that case specifically, a lot more of the up-and-comers were able to compete at that event. So when you look at Torian Pro, only one of the top seven women uh, competed at Down Under in an individual capacity. That's Maddie Sturt. And on the men's side, only two of the top six men, uh, Jay Crouch and uh, Jake Douglas, um, competed on the men's side. So um, gives a lot of those up-and-comers a lot more capability to get on the floor challenge themselves, see how they react to different things in a competition, how if an event doesn't go their way, how do they bounce back, if they get a no rep, how they um, work through that on the competition floor. So um, it is, definitely see a trend to European athletes having that competitive advantage. Uh, and then not just on pure numbers, but also on the number of events that they participate in. So with those European athletes, um, you're looking at almost two events per athlete um, in terms of those people who com who competed um, are averaging nearly two competitions um, each. Uh, in North America, it is, you know, 1.35. Um, so some athletes are doing two or more, but the vast majority of them are only competing in a single off-season competition. Um, and then in the Oceana, um, with the exception of Ricky Garrard, who did two, um, everybody else had only competed in a single competition. So... Um, getting that time under the floor, especially now that we're back to the semifinal structure, you know, it is important to get those reps because if you don't make it past the games, that semifinal is your only access point to a live competition. So um, definitely see 
again, a competitive advantage here for those European athletes. It'll be interesting to see if that trend does continue now that the CrossFit HQ has taken over semifinal events in both North America and Europe. Because um, you have, you know, the Granite Games, West Coast Classic, um, Mid-Atlantic CrossFit Challenge, you know, those groups, Atlas Games. Um, for the most part, all of those were events that had a community feel to it. So be interested to see if they are able to slot in since they are pretty geographically diverse within North America to give give more athletes an opportunity to get on the floor again to, you know, change that trajectory of Europeans having the advantage. Um, you know, it also does open up um, a couple new opportunities for additional events in Europe um, to give them options as well. Um, again, it would be great to see athletes have more opportunities to earn some cash within the off season without, you know, being out of pocket, huge expenses. Uh, but then also give athletes more opportunity to train up and um, hone in those skills. So they are able to, again, better translate things when the next semifinal season comes around. So um, again, just an interesting perspective on us. All this data is available over fantasyfitnessing.com. Um, if you want to take a look and dive into a bit more, um, we also have uh, Instagram post um, with a bit more of the specifics as well, if you want to take a look there. So with that, um, quick little tidbit here from an analytics perspective and hope you enjoyed it. Um, with that, take care and we will see you closer to the open.